Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word with Robin. I am your host, Robin Boone, and this podcast is one in which we are learning to walk according to the Word of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you can stay with me for the next several minutes while we continue our journey through Ephesians chapter 5. And we are, this time, we are talking about husbands. We're continuing our journey. Last episode, we talked about wives and what um, Paul has to say in God's word. Now, and we're talking about the family order. And today it is husbands. So we're in Ephesians chapter 5. And I will actually be reading from the Passion Translation. So Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. And we have several verses here. So I'm just going to read and we can talk about it. And to the husbands, you are to demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to us, his bride or his church. For he died for us, sacrificing himself to make us holy and pure, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of the word of God. Isn't that something that says the pure water of the word of God? God's word is pure cleansing water. All that he does in us is designed to make us a mature church for his pleasure until we become a source of praise to him, glorious and radiant, beautiful and holy without fault or flaw. Husbands have the obligation of loving and caring for their wives the same way they love and care for their own bodies. For to love your wife is to love your own self. No one abuses his own body but pampers it, serving and satisfying its needs. That's exactly what Christ does for his church. He serves and satisfies us as members of his bodies, body, excuse me. For this reason, a man is to leave his father and his mother and lovingly hold to his wife, since the two have become joined as one flesh. Marriage is the beautiful design of the Almighty, a great mystery of Christ and his church. So every married man should be gracious to his wife just as he is gracious to himself and every wife should be tenderly devoted to her husband. That's a word. I love how the Passion Translation just breaks it down and and makes it more understandable for us. So the, and there are some notes that I'm going to highlight, but we go back to verse 25 and I do hope you have your Bibles. um, And also, let me tell you this, that if you have, uh, if you're listening on your mobile phone, you can add, if you don't already have, the Bible app. And uh, you can add that to your phone. And in that app, or any Bible app, pretty much, um, you will find different translations. And the Passion Translation is one that I'm referring to today, that I'm using. All right. All right. 
So, and to the husbands, you are to demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to us, his bride or his church. Now we went, if we go back to the last episode, the wives are supposed to be lovingly and tenderly devoted to their husbands. And I mentioned how it's a back and forth, it's a balance. And so uh, the Lord is, through his word, is not saying it's just the wives that are tenderly devoted to their husbands, but the husbands are to be the same toward their wives. So there's no imbalance in the home, in the family, in this marriage relationship. And because Christ demonstrated that same tender devotion to us, I mean, think about he sacrificed the next verse or part of that verse says he died for us, right? He sacrificed himself and he did it so that we would be holy and pure and that his word would cleanse us. And that is what the role of the husband is to with his words and with his actions and with his love that he shows toward his wife, that love is like pure, refreshing water that will cleanse her and and help her to be better. You know, like when she is tenderly devoted to her husband, she helps him to be better because he's like, wow, this woman really shows respect to me. I, I've got to be on my game. And when that husband pours out that love and that affection and that devotion to his wife, he is cleansing her and, and causing her to be even more pure. And so that when he looks at her, he sees the result of his loving devotion to her. And he sees her glowing and uh, just reflecting. She, he, She's actually reflecting what he is pouring out. And on the converse, if he's pouring out something different, something um, heinous, something uh, that's not good, abuse, for instance, if he's pouring that out, he will look at her and she will actually be reflecting that negative energy, so to speak, or those negative actions. She's actually going to be reflecting. So he won't see the glory of God. He won't see the grace of God. He will see just the opposite, what he's been pouring out. So husbands, pour out that devotion and that love and that tenderness on your wife because you want to see God's glory reflected. You want to see what you're pouring out reflected back. So when it also says that uh, he, Christ, when he did that, when he sacrificed himself, he wanted us to grow up to be a mature church, you know, mature individuals, but as a body mature for his pleasure. So when he looks at the church, he's looking at a glorious church. And it's a church without spot and wrinkle. Now, I want to give you something uh, that we read in verse 27. Until we become a source of praise to him, glorious and radiant, beautiful and holy, without fault or flaw. So the Greek word for radiance in doxos can also mean glory, gorgeous, honorable, esteemed, splendid, infused with glory 
This is what Christ's love will do to you. Imagine, husbands, if you love your wives the way Christ loved the church, no matter what the condition, your wife to you will be presented back as gorgeous, honorable, esteemed, splendid, infused with glory. Oh my goodness, what a what a word. And then without fault or flaw. In some translations, it says without spot or wrinkle, but the Greek text has without any wrinkle. And then in the Aramaic, it can be translated without chips or knots. Wow. So um, just think about what your love and your devotion to your wife will do for her and in turn do for you. So moving on. The word of God says in verse 28, husbands have the obligation. You know, I think about how husbands, you know, they're like, well, I have to provide for my wife. I've got to go out here and work. I've got to go out here and and make bank. I've got to go out here and hustle and and make money and have all these deals and make sure the home is taken. I got to give her a nice house, nice car. Got to make sure my children have nice clothes and go to a nice school. Well, listen here. This says the obligation that husbands have loving and caring for their wives the same way they love and care for their own bodies. Wow. Those other things are good because it shows love and it shows that you care. But if you love your wife the way you love your own body, it's like loving yourself. So when you love your wife, it should be the same as you love yourself. Now, as I was reading this also, Oh, let me go to verse 29. No one abuses his own body, but pampers it, serving and satisfying its needs. Now, now what I see here is the, um, what I see today, just, just observing is that a lot of men or there, let me put it this way. There are men who don't love themselves. They don't regard themselves. They don't care for themselves. And maybe they look good on the outside. But in how they treat others and how they relate to others and how they relate to their spouses, to their wives, is a reflection. Like it says here, It's a reflection of how they think about themselves. And so if a husband is not caring and not loving himself, if a husband is not regarding his own body, not loving who he is, and not even respecting who he is, But if he's carrying a lot of baggage and hasn't released that baggage to the Lord, how can he possibly love his wife the way he loves himself? He can't because he doesn't love himself. So I want to encourage you husbands, you men, do the work. If you have issues with self-esteem, however you want to put it, if you have issues with 
seeing your value and your worth. Men, whether your husbands or not, if you have issues seeing how valuable you are and how precious you are, then it is time to do what is necessary to learn your value and your worth. And it has to start in your relationship with your God and in your relationship with the word of God, because in the word of God, you will learn who you are and how precious you are. Because once you begin to do that, that will be reflected in how you treat other people, especially the one who should be closest to you. And that is your wife. Verse 29 says, no one abuses his own body, but pampers it, serving and satisfying its needs. That's exactly what Christ does for his church. And if you are a Christian, a Christ-following, Christ-honoring husband, abuse of any kind, is not acceptable. Actually, it's not acceptable for any human being. But in relation to the word of God, and as you follow God's word, it is right here. You don't abuse your body. You don't abuse your wife. Love yourself. Love your body. Love your humanity. Love your personhood. Love who you are, and your love for your wife will flow. So we're going on. For this reason, a man is to leave his father and mother lovingly. Lovingly. These words are beautiful. Hold to his wife. Since the two have become joined as one flesh. And this is the last thing I'm going to say before I close this episode. For this reason, a man is to leave his father and his mother. This is not, this is is really interesting. This is not just talking about a physical leaving of his father and mother's home. This is also talking about a leaving of the the former relationship between the parents and the son, the parents and the child, where they had rule over him, they had he had to obey everything they said, you know, follow their rules, but he is leaving all of that to establish his own home, his own marriage, his own family. And where you see homes where there is no father, one who becomes a husband and has that lack and that void in his life, God is is expecting that young man to even leave the lack and the void of not having a father in the home or a mother, but because fatherless homes are so prevalent today. That's what I'm referring to. So even the young man who has his lifetime uh, brought uh, lived with voids in his life from not hang, having a father in the home, when he leaves that home physically, he has got to leave with the, without the father. He has also got to leave all of that baggage of not having a father behind. And that is another way of leaving his father and his mother. So it's, it's deeper than the physical leaving. 
then he's got to lovingly cleave to his wife. And that's not just a physical, sexual act. It's a spiritual, psychological, emotional, physiological act where now he's left and he has taken hold to his wife and they cleave to make a new family, a new home. That's a beautiful design. And and in the scriptures to follow, it says it's a great mystery. We don't all know everything about it. So last verse, every married man should be gracious to his wife, just as he is gracious to himself again, Uh, husbands, husbands to be, you have got to learn to take care and love yourself and be gracious to yourself because you are worth it. You are worthy. God created you in his image and in his likeness. Be gracious to yourself. Love on yourself. Amen. And every wife should be tenderly devoted to her husband or in another translation, she should respect her husband. That's what he needs. All right. All right. So that ends this episode. Thank you so much. And I do pray that you have been blessed in some way. Feel free to share this episode. I think this scripture is so very important in the way that the Passion Translation has laid it out. Uh, just speaks volumes to the importance that um, the importance of the marital relationship And so uh, if you want to reach me, if you want to discuss or, you know, have dialogue, feel free to email me at walkinthewordwithrobin at gmail.com. Like I say in most of the episodes, like, share if you're on a a platform that allows you to do that. You can even subscribe so that you will know every time that I go live with a new episode. Thank you so much. God bless you. And I want to pray with you, Father. I thank you for this opportunity to share what I believe you have given me. And I ask you, God, that you would help those who are listening to go back in your word and and reread Ephesians chapter five, all of it, God. And Lord, that you would just bless them with uh, understanding and revelation and wisdom, oh God, and how they are to conduct their lives. Oh, Father, and I pray for husbands and I pray for wives. I pray, God, for restoration in relationships, oh God. I pray for um, your love to abound in the home, God, so that others look looking in can see the love of Christ and be drawn to that. Father, I just ask you that you would have your way in those homes. I pray that you would save those who do not know you as their Lord and Savior, that you would bring them into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Let your will be done in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you so, so much. And thanks again.